Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Dick. I'd like to thank all the people around the world who have been tuning in. Please feel free to, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, you know, share it with uh, the ones you love, or maybe those who you don't. So today I am at the Iris Kaplan Center enjoying this <clears throat> wonderful Thursday. Sorry for that. <clears throat> Sometimes you need to clear your voice. But I'm up here and we're just going to go through a few things. I'm starting a new segment when I do these before I answer the questions which are just about what's going on in my gay world. So, and then I'm going to answer some questions from some listeners who have written in. So, I just really appreciate all the support. So, what is going on in my gay world? Well, you know... I'm preparing to head out to Los Angeles in a couple weeks. Took uh, Bob to the to the vet, and they said he was in perfect health. But also, Al, my other cat, he now has uh, he just celebrated his sixth birthday. But he's really 11, so he's getting up there in age. So, happy birthday to Al. He's brought so much life into my... So much light and joy into my life. And um, it's been, you know, absolutely wonderful. Uh, You know, something to think about before you go and choose to adopt. I know that everybody wants a kitten and everybody wants, you know they go to those pet stores but one you can find a wonderful pet at the ASPCA a shelter near you and it's just uh it can be very helpful as you're you know looking for a little addition to your family sometimes the older cats we or older animals you know they often get overlooked but when I met Al I was at the ASPCA in East Harlem, and I saw him, and I was looking originally for a kitten, but nothing really sang to me, and then all of a sudden I heard this voice of a lamb, or maybe a a sheep, and it was Al, so it's pretty exciting, he's... So happy 11th birthday to, to, to baby Al, you know, he was originally called Aladar and I was like, he's not an Aladar. He looks more like an Al Bundy. So that is how he got his name. Last week we had Molly Shay on the podcast. It was so, such an exciting, exciting episode. Um, my parents flew back to New York, or they flew from New York, and we had such a wonderful time, so it's just really great having them here, and it was really great that my mom was willing to be brave 
to come on the podcast, so that's awesome, yeah. So, you know, something to discuss, share, not share the musical, because I would tell people I'm going to see share. And they would say, the musical? And I was like, no. But I have seen the musical. And so I was at Cher at Madison Square Garden. Tickets were expensive. The ones that we got weren't that bad. They were like 200 But the ones down in the front stage, those were like, you know, 2000 And that's a little bit out of my budget. So I said, uh... So we we went to the show, we showed up, and Cher waved, you know, till the folks up in the nosebleed, and it was uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm not a huge Cher fan, but I can say that I've been there, and I've done that. But during the show, I decided to stand up and give my admiration, you know, to the queen herself and the guy behind me he was not very happy and he was really screaming just screaming he kept on saying sit down sit down <sighs> so I did eventually sit down but he was very upset with me for standing up during the concert but I thought that's what you know we do I don't know if I'm, uh, you know, here in New York City, I like going to places like, uh, you know, the Beacon Theater, um, the Radio City Music Hall, love those places. I just feel like, uh, places like Madison Square Garden, it's just too big. You know, when I see smaller shows, I like them because it feels very intimate. A couple weeks before, I went and saw Sylvan S.O. They were playing, they were, uh, I think it was at the Beacon Theater, and it was amazing. That show was just, just amazing. And I was in the dance section, and I was standing up, dancing, and just enjoying myself. And after the show... We were walking out, and uh, I saw this group of individuals who were, like, waiting. There was, like, a group of six. They were waiting for a meet and greet, and so I decided to stand in line with them and brought me back to the days of my youth when we would, you know, we would stand in line for an autograph, and but after an hour, it was really cold, so... But anywho, to uh, Sylvanesso, thank you, and to Cher, thank you. I really just enjoyed, you know, that time. So, the holidays are here. Thanksgiving has passed, and now we're into the, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all those wonderful holidays, but with those holidays, it can bring just a lot of sadness for some folks so you know it's really important when uh when we're sitting there and uh you know we're enjoying our our holidays that we remember that not everyone has somebody to spend the holiday with but you know that's 
let's we so show a little love. But we should be showing love all year round. But yeah, so Alright, so I'm gonna answer these questions. The first listener wrote in, they said, uh, my partner has expressed his desire to play a game. He tells me he wants to set up a scene where he texts me on my way home, and I walk into into our apartment, and he will be laying on the bed naked, ready for me to take him. Mm Mm-hmm. He has expressed this as a need, but I feel like it's just a want. Feeling a bit embarrassed even having to write this, but I'm just feeling like I don't know where to go with this. Feeling not so frisky in Washington. Mm-mm-mm. It sounds like uh, there's a lot to dissect here. You know, when we're in our relationships, oftentimes we have needs and wants. And sometimes our wants can be needs. And sometimes our needs can be wants. And so it's super important that we understand each person has different needs and wants. And different people have different thresholds. It sounds like... For you, feeling not so frisky that your partner says this is a need, but you see it as a want. Well, you know, it could be a want, but it could also be a need. You know, maybe they're trying to spice things up and, you know, maybe this is a secret desire that they have or... Maybe not a secret desire, but maybe they're trying to spice it up. Maybe they're just trying to, you know, have a a fantasy fulfilled. And it's really important that, you know, we look at our partners and we say, you know, what are your fantasies? And sometimes we can do all these things. We, you know, we have awareness of so much But when it comes to things like sex, we don't have those conversations. And that can be very frustrating. And a lot of people experience frustration because they don't talk about things that are going on sexually. So I want to encourage you as you're kind of thinking about this and, you know, all these things to think about how you can be more present for your partner. Now, I I want to say, you know, if it's maybe something you're uncomfortable with, maybe it would just be important for you to be able to talk about what's that level of comfort. And maybe it's just acknowledging what your partner wants. You know, different people have, again, different thresholds and I think it's important that we're, you know, being aware of our, you know, understanding and what our limits are. And maybe for you, this is a limit. But then again, it may just be that your partner 
wants to explore this with you, and as long as it's safe, consensual, and fun, well, then, you know, that's a good thing. So, feeling not so frisky in Washington, I would just encourage you to talk with your partner. And maybe they have, maybe it's just something that they're just wanting to see if you'll explore that with them. And maybe you can meet them in the middle of the road and you guys can start a new adventure together. Mm-hmm. So that is my advice on that. The next listener from Nebraska, they write... I'm the type of person who likes to go out and explore, but every time I try to introduce something new into my relationship, my partner says, quote, I'm just too tired, or let's do it tomorrow, but it never seems to happen. I'm feeling kind of bored in my relationship and just wondering what I should do as it feels like there isn't a right answer missing out in Nebraska. Mm. You know, I think there should, you know, when we're in relationships, sometimes we get so caught up and we stop doing things in our relationship. I know I've been there. And sometimes it's small and sometimes it's really big. So what I would encourage you to do is to ask yourself, okay, so you want your, is it that you kind of ask yourself, do I want my partner to, to go with me? Do I want them not to explore with me? Can I be okay with exploring on my own? You know, lots of times couples get really frustrated and I think, I don't know how long you've been in this relationship, but it does sound like different people have different comfort levels and they also have, you know, how exploratory they can be, you know, and I would encourage you to set your agenda. So for example, if you want to go do something, you can always include your partner and say to them, hey, I want to do X, Y, and C. Now, your partner may say, I don't want to do that. And maybe they are too tired. And maybe they do want to do it tomorrow. But what happens is, is when we don't set the expectation, we then become resentful with ourselves. And so often... You'll see this in relationships where people say, after the relationship has ended, they'll say, you know, I feel like I lost myself. I feel like I lost a part of myself in this relationship. And, you know, so often that is the case. We lose ourselves in our relationships. But it's ultimately up to us to take ownership over that. You know, I would encourage you to just, you you know, there's time that you spend together and then there's times that you may do things that are separate. And it doesn't have to be a deal breaker. 
and it doesn't have to feel confusing. It can be perfectly fine, you know? So, for example, if there's something that you want to do and your partner doesn't want to do it, maybe say to them, I'm going to go do this, and you're more than welcome to join me. But if they don't want to, to go, well, that is, that's okay. And you go, and you, it can be great when you come back to have a conversation you don't have to be joined at the hip. And I think that that is very common for us to feel like we're joined at the hip. A lot of times relationships get unhealthily enmeshed. And that means that there's just no separation. It's that we see our, each other as solely together. And, not, and it's possible these things are not exclusive. You can be a separate person person in your relationship but also together so you know the, we have to take ownership over our feelings and experiences and for you it sounds like it's there can be some later resentment that comes up because you didn't put that in place for yourself so I'm going to encourage you schedule whatever you want to schedule make an intention to do it and if your partner doesn't want to do it, that's fine. But also create a space. It sounds like you guys do a lot of things together. But maybe it's, I think it's also important that couples do things separately, you know? So for you, um, missing out in Nebraska, know that one, you are not alone. And two, this is so common and maybe it's to say, you know, I I like doing certain things. And it's okay to recognize that they might not. So, all right. So, a writer from St. Louis says, The holidays are a rather sad time for me. Last year, my boyfriend broke up with me the day after Thanksgiving. It feels painful even to think about as the holidays are approaching. And I just don't even feel like celebrating this year. Instead, I feel like hanging out at home, but I realize that this isn't the healthiest thing. Filling the blues in St. Louis. Hmm. There does sound like there's a little bit of a sadness here. You know? I don't you know. Sometimes breakups happen. And I always say, like, don't, don't. It's, it's, it's like things that people do around the holidays. Getting engaged around the holidays. Breaking up around the holidays. You know, making major changes during the holidays. I don't think those things are in any relationship. I don't think it's healthy to do. Uh, but each person is different. And it can feel very sad and lonely for people, especially it sounds like for you, listener, that it is a sad time and what you're feeling is completely natural because what you're experiencing is, is maybe you love this person and maybe they love you. And maybe there was something, sometimes when a relationship ends, it can feel so overwhelmingly sad. And that sucks. 
And I'm sorry that you're going through this. And it probably, it's like a death. You're grieving a loss of a relationship. And, you know, different people can experience different reactions to loss. And I'm wondering if, you know, they still think about you. Sounds like you're still thinking about them. Maybe they're spending their holiday alone. Just because a person ends a relationship doesn't mean that they don't still have feelings for another person. And that can feel very sad. Because if you're sitting in a space that just feels so sad around the holidays, sometimes what we want to do is we want to just be alone. And that's perfectly okay. But we have to ask ourselves, what good does that do being alone? I would encourage you to maybe find something to do over the holiday. Maybe you can spend it with friends. Maybe you can spend it with family members. But maybe to make a way in which you can find a way in which to celebrate, to keep your mind off of it. But you know, when we get alone, one of the things is, is when something like this happens, we have a tendency to want to isolate. And that's totally normal. But to bring awareness to the isolation, what does that feel like for you? What is that experience? You know, depending, the holidays can be a very painful time, and it sounds like it is a painful time for you. So I, I would just encourage you to realize that what is your inner self saying? You know, I, I do not know the full background about why they broke up with you, why the relationship ended, but maybe you can use this time as a time to reconnect with them if you haven't done so. You know, the holidays, there's something really great about them, and it does give us this place you know to fully experience and to mend you know broken things but we're never broken we're just sometimes displaced and a lot of times we can feel displaced and the holidays maybe it's just that you need to do a time out on this one and that's perfectly okay as well so for you filling the blues in St. Louis realizing that's perfectly okay and our last listener filling torn in Indiana I love my Indiana listeners takes me back to my state of states where I used to where I grew up it was uh, you know lots of bad things not a lot, but, you know, not every memory is fond, but the ones that are fond, you know, it was like when my parents were here, it was great having them here. And it just made me feel like I was at home again. So, feeling torn in Indiana says, and they wrote this during Thanksgiving, so um, I was going to answer this and then, I did the episode with my mom, so they said next week is going to be Thanksgiving, 
So you can put in Christmas or you can put in whatever holiday that you want to put in. And I'm feeling a little saddened as well. I have somewhere to go for the holiday. My boyfriend doesn't. I can't take him to my parents because I'm not out. And I feel so bad as he doesn't have family here. And we'll be spending the holidays alone. I feel torn. If I go home, he will be alone. But if I stay, then I won't see my family. Feeling torn in Indiana. You know, it sounds like there is so much, such a heavy heart here. And I feel that. It's so, there can be, there's so much, well, the holidays are supposed to be this great time of spending, you know, our time together. It can also be a time when we feel just, you know, where we don't feel loved. Hold on just a second. Give me just a second, folks. I need to plug in this computer because if I don't, it's going to die. So, that was quick. I'm just going to get in my bag here. I'm going to pull out this. Here we go. Thank God for electronics. I do love this com computer. You know, sometimes when we're sitting and the holidays are meant to be so special and people, you know, they experience different things with the holidays. And what can happen is... And I'm going to answer this in just a moment. Oh, there we go. A little sound of that computer getting plugged in. You know, I well, the holidays can be just gr a great time. They can also be a time of sadness. It sounds like there is a predicament here for you feeling torn in Indiana because it can be a very sad time. And you're right. If you, if you go, you know, home for the holidays, your uh, partner, he is, he's going to be alone. But if you don't go home for the holidays and you decide to spend it with your partner, well, you will not see your family. And so there's a couple things here. I think to answer this question, I'm going to tell you one of my own experiences. So when I was down at IU, and some people say IU, Idaho University. No, Indiana University. When I was at Indiana University, I was dating a guy. And he was not out to his parents. And he wanted me to go home with him as his, what equates to a traveling partner a traveling companion and you know what i did not feel okay with that i said to him i i don't think that that's a good idea so for feeling torn in indiana or anybody else who's thinking that that might be a good idea you know not a good idea so I recently came out of the closet and I was not going to go back in the closet even though I was dating somebody that I cared about. Well, 
they came out to their parents, and let me tell you, his dad, they were on the phone for three hours, and his dad was yelling at him, and it was just a nightmare. You know, they said it was because he went down to IU that he was now gay, which we know that is not true, even though there are lots of gay people down at IU. Just because you go to IU doesn't mean you're going to be gay. Mm-hmm. But he came out to his parents and we went home for the holiday. And I'll tell you what, it was the worst experience ever. Um, and I was home. He had not seen his parents. I agreed to go because he had come out, but it just blew up in everybody else, everybody's face. Dad was crying. It was a nightmare. So this is what I'm going to say. Don't bring your significant home other home to your parents as a traveling partner there's a couple things i don't know where you're going maybe you're going out of town if it's in if you're staying in this great state and your parents live in the state maybe you can spend maybe the night there the night before and then maybe spend the afternoon and then leave or you could just spend the entire day there or you know you can choose not to go I mean that's really a predicament there's it sounds like there's really a fear here for you if coming out to your parents coming out to parents is never easy but you know sometimes we can be loved by our parents and sometimes they're really accepting but I think there's, it sounds like there's a fear here. And the thing is, is that when you're in the closet, he's in the closet. But it's not my call to say to you to come out of the closet. But to say to you, can you really live your authentic self, your true self, if you're sitting in a situation where possibly, you know, you're just fill in that loneliness and so it sounds like there's a lot going on here but I would just en encourage you to think about what's important you know the holidays are again well they're supposed to be very happy they're also a time where it can feel very lonely and so I just want to encourage you to just think about you know what's what's important and maybe you can find the strength to come out. You know, we think that because everybody lives and, you know, lots of people are out today that all people are out. Well, that is not the case. So it's really difficult, but, you know, you just really want to think about what's important. You know, if you do come out to your parents... Maybe you can say to them, you know, I don't know if I'll be home for the holidays this year. But then again, the longer you stay in that space, if it's not your current boyfriend, which I hope that you guys are together for a long time, but if it's not this boyfriend, it might be your next boyfriend. So just remember, while you're in the closet, 
they might be in, they are then put in the closet themselves. And so, you know, what a world that we live in. You know, it's so exciting this time of year. But again, some people really just struggle. And because it can be very sad. Sounds like our filling torn in Indiana and also filling the blues in St. Louis. They are, you know, going through a few things. So, hmm. So just love the ones you're with. Reach out and give love to those who, you know, may just need a little extra holiday cheer this year. So. Well, that's about it for today. Next week, I'm going to have Karen on. And Karen, she's going to talk about her experience of what it's, what what is it like for her? She, you know, walks me through her experience as a, a woman who is a lesbian. And, you know, she, she had children and what that, what that was like. And it's just such a powerful story. So I'm really excited to, to to have her on the show. If you have a question or would like to be a guest on Talk Sex with Dick, well then feel free to connect with me on Instagram. You can also go to my website. Lots of people send me messages through my website and... I answer those, so that's a exciting, exciting, exciting thing. I'm glad I have this platform to, you know, to share and share and share. So, all right, well, I hope you're enjoying your holiday season. So, again, my website is Lake L A I K E Rising therapy lake rising therapy.com or you can go on the old instagram and connect with me there so all right well take care and give some love out to those who need it and as always uh take care of yourself until next time Again, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you have been listening to Talk Sex with Dick. <laughs>